you because I, I have like a four day weekend and it's like I, it has to save my life otherwise I'm going to quit my job welcome to Miami bienvenida a Miami yeah I didn't even think of that like I I get senioritis every year and I'm allowed to because then I get 10 weeks to be a shithead but you just have to like get your shit together and go back to work yeah it's like i gotta show up on monday <laughs> fucking <in June>. loser <laughs> idiot well you can take a scheduled vacation but it's like i don't know what is it like to have a normal job where you go on vacation when you come back like do you have a shitload of work to do do people do your work while you're gone what does that look like by the way welcome to a midwest podcast a narcissistic pursuit where we talk about our jobs and toilet gets to brag about a summer vacation my name is sack my name is luke and I'm a toilet. Okay. Um, what is it like? Good job, guys. We did it. We didn't interrupt we did. each other for the first time in like we six did. episodes. We need to be praised for getting that right. So please hit us up with a five-star review. Let us know how great that introduction was. <laughs> it really helps the podcast. really helps us sell to our advertisers. <laughs> really uh, helps us reach like, our moms. Yeah, it's true. Hey, you know what, what the biggest mistake is? We got to start here. We didn't say happy Mother's Day. This is the foremost mother first podcast and we didn't say happy mother's day so i am sorry okay happy happy mother's day but do we want to go back to the topic that we had going at first yeah before i before i interrupted so luke join in with me and uh what's it what is it like to go on break toilet i would equate it to leaving it's it's like going on break for for uh like winter vacation Right. You know how you get like the two weeks off. You're like, I'm super excited. I know it's at the end of like a deadline. I got a lot of work leading up to it. This is great. Like I'm going to get a lot of stuff out, but there's that voice in the back of your head that knows like, you know, it's not quite, it's not quite done. You know, like when you leave, you're going to have a couple of projects still hanging out there. Maybe you got somebody who can help you with it. But then when you come back, you just have an inbox filled with like 9,000 emails and you're just, you immediately question why you ever came back from vacation. Yeah. The way that I would say is like, imagine like you have a really nice spa day planned for yourself. Like you're going to a nice hotel, you're going to get a massage and a facial. But before you leave for the spa day, you turn on all of the gas on your ranges and you leave it there. And then you just Hmm. leave the house knowing that you have gas running in your house. Like you always just have (laughs) that. It's a really good analogy. Yeah, like, and you're you're and you're wait you're just waiting for some you it, know, it junior might not associate. Explode. Yeah, it might so, not explode. It probably won't explode. It'll probably just smell bad when you get back. But like, it could. You never know. And yeah, it's your some, fault because you're the one who left. <laughs> some junior associates is waiting to just light a match inside of your house. This or is a wild. Client or something. This is wild for me because if I am not at school for even thirty minutes, I have to get someone to cover for me. If I don't go to lunch duty, I need to find some, I need to write a sub plan, leave an attendance roster, contact someone, and I have to put it into our professional development to that someone is going to stand in a room instead of me, another person is going to stand in a room and breathe for 30 minutes. Do you, speaking of your sub plan, do you have to have one on deck at all times? Like Like an emergency sub plan? Yeah, like an emergency sub plan, like, hey, you wake up and you're feeling like, death you broke your leg like walking to your car out the door <laughs> you i mean had the, you had you drank too many beers potting with the boys one night <laughs> there we go that's the most relatable one um we used to do that like a breaking case of emergency like i had <laughs> like some kind of DV- dvd in case of emergency <laughs> yeah jpp just push play 
Uh, <laughs> like some kind of long ass move, like Fantasia, just bust that out. <laughs> Get a whole week worth of content out of that. Some discussion questions afterward. Yeah, we're going to talk about be- the work of Wagner and other people who used it. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, I can't – I when I feel like I take a day off of school, I feel like I miss an entire week of school. It's like so many things happen. You hear all the all the hot goss when you come back. You you know, there's so much that happens in a building of 1,000-plus people. So leaving for just one day for 30 minutes, you know, there's a lot a lot can go on. So. It's, it's very interesting to – for me, leaving my job, I have some similarities with you going on summer vacation where, you know, our, our like, busyness just drops off right after the tax deadline. But we still have other things to do. Like, we still have to keep things moving along. And some clients may, like, you know, need things done uh, for, you know, lenders or whatever, that sort of stuff. Hi, Hank. But I have a little feeling of being able to just walk away. And then there's also a little bit that's like, hey, I could I could come back to an absolute, like, shit show. But if I if I miss like if I were to miss like half a day to go get my teeth cleaned during tax season, like I, I just basically should just like light my computer on fire. Yeah. So you kind of have to like plan your vacations and your personal life around your professional life. And OK, well, now I'm going to be slow. So this is a good time to take off of work when in reality, you'd love to take two weeks off when you're super duper busy because you want to miss something while you're gone is the whole point. Right. That's why I I went to time when Katie and I have a kid and I want her to have it at the beginning of tax season. So I can just go straight into maternity or straight into paternity leave. Ah, okay, that, so when, that would be smart. What, when would that be? Oh gosh. So, um, what's let's the ideal say, birthday for a little unnamed future Huck and Hattie friend? Uh, let's say, uh, March 1st, March 1st. Okay. No, 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 no. Let's say, uh, February, February 15th. February 29th. Got it. Um, no, February 15th. February 15th. Oh, okay. Oh, I um, heard February 29th. Did you so also would... hear February 29th toilet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be perfect for her as well, because I assume she could ride out the rest of the school year. Uh, ah. Given that she to be a teacher, she could kind of start the year with her kids, go on a nice long maternity leave and not have to return for the end of the school year. So Yeah, that's what we call the – that's what we call – you can bleep this, Luke. That's what we call the <laughs> – <laughs> I love that you thought of your own schedule and didn't consider your wife's. That's I, this is, step uh, number one in being very, a dad. Well, well, I, I do have – let's stick a little pin in that because I have a story to come back to thinking putting my wife and what she needs in front of my uh, – in front of me getting embarrassed today. But anyway, we really need the my wife sting. Can you my wife. I haven't been able to find a good one. Like oh, I haven't been man. able to find one with like music in the background and <laughs> like – or like where it's like in a three minute long clip that I'm trying to isolate <laughs> my wife. And it's like 10 o'clock at night when I'm doing this. I don't want to be doing that, man. <laughs> All right, Zach, go ahead. So so what would that be? What would nine months be before? It's actually more like 10. If we're talking oh, about oh. like the, the day of like. Wow. wow. The, the, the day of like the banging. The day of the banging. So three months after. That birthday. So we're going to go February 15th. So it'll be May 15th. So like my birthday. May? Like you need, today. You need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luke's birthday. You need to there celebrate right... my birthday by consummating your marriage with your wife. We, there you we, go. Yeah, it was Luke's birthday. And then the, the, the Cubs won a day game at Wrigley. <laughs> and so, yeah. 
I, I, I came home from the office drunk. <laughs> you hy- look pretty tonight. Get in there. Get in there. These hyper-planned pregnancies. I don't know if I like that. Don't you want it to be a no, crime just, of passion? I, I mess it. I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you. But if it, if okay. it were to happen, if it were to happen, where I had to take some time off. Actually, to be honest, the best. No, no, no. I scratch that. Well, okay. This is up for debate. What would you rather do if you, knowing that part of my job, I don't get to watch March Madness. Ah. Really? Well, I don't get to fully enjoy it, but I also <laughs> don't get to fully enjoy the beginning of football. Oh, so you've, been, actually, you've been litigating this for years. I, actually, I'm, what wow. we're seeing is like years worth of shower arguments, like culminating in front of a microphone, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Zach's grousing about his job. Like, I don't get to watch March Madness every year. I get to this first part of football season. Like, we're gonna have a kid when I want. <laughs> this is so, so. Actually, I'm thinking that I would have the kid before football. They have more Sundays off. Yes, like, August fifteenth. Yeah, exactly. August 15th. So okay. August 15th. Uh, so more be... like September 1st because you're a dad. You're not getting like months off for paternity leave. I call it like a solid two weeks. <laughs> yeah, you're getting like six weeks, Doc. No, 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 no. no my, my big deadline is 9-15. So we, we want to do August 15th. That'd actually be right around our uh, right around our anniversary too. Aw. Aw. We insert an aw. We, we, t- we only have to remember one date. Shout out yeah, to Chewie's nice. parents. <laughs> This is um, taking the idea of having a child for tax breaks to a whole new level, Zach. Oh, that's a good one, Toilet. I like that one. <laughs> November. So November, but November 15th. H- happy happy Thanksgiving, everyone. The Bears happy won a Thursday night game. Get in there. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> I know I was in an accident, and I know my birthday is uh, exactly nine months after both Mother's Day and my father's birthday, so... My Crap. birthday is also nine months after my father's birthday. Hmm. 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 Wow, totally. It was, it was meant to be. We were meant and to be friends. We were meant to be oopsies. <laughs> I would have been after April. I bet you it was probably after a particularly hard Easter or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Easter, Easter was popping off. Uh, I was talking to Twilight this past weekend, and we were uh, watching an episode of television that was kind of uh, not mocking the passion of the Christ, but kind of alluding to uh, the movie. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. And and she said that her family, they would make them watch the passion of the Christ each good Friday. How fucked up is that? Every year, a yearly watch. You know what? If you're going to do that, why watch the Mel Gibson, Jim Caviezel movie? Just go to church. If you're going to do that, (laughs) you're going to save yourself half the time. They do that at church on Good Friday. Yeah. It goes goes a lot quicker, too. It's in English, too. (laughs) They fill you out with uh, all the guilt going into the holiday weekend. Uh, So the Passion of the Christ, I think, is that movie like seven hours long? It's pretty long. I know that. And it's an all in Aramaic, even though it stars Jim Caviezel and like basically all American actors. Okay. 127 minutes. That's not terrible. Okay. That's that's two hours long. Mm, I got I, over. I, I'm, think I'm thinking of like was? the director's cut. <laughs> what, what's it, the budget? Yeah. What do you think it? the budget was? <sighs> that's a lot of fake blood that they had to pour on Jim Caviezel. A lot of and fake a lot of, blood. a lot of personal training so that he could be Jack's mm. white Jesus. 10 mil. Uh, 10, I'm going to go with uh, 35 mil. 
Wow. Oh, very close. Thirty million box right. office. Box office oh. four hundred and fifty million. More. No. Nine hundred million. Six hundred twelve million. Oh. Yeah, that, that's that's like a cash cow. Got Jeez. Mel up it. Got Mel up in it. Got a little uh, rampant anti-Semitism laced throughout the movie. Got a lot of uh, you know. Jack Jim Caviezel. I think we went as a church to go see that. Okay, we're going to go to the version of the Stations of the Cross where they absolutely beat the shit out of Jesus. Very realistically. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty violent, isn't it, Zach? I haven't seen it. You've never seen it? No. Oh, you should see it. Yeah, it's incredibly violent. It's It's like Braveheart meets the Roman Catholic Church. Jesus died at 32 or 33? I think 33 33 by popular reckoning. Although who knows? Okay. Maybe we should do something for our 33rd year. (laughs) Our Jesus year. You know, like your Jordan year when when you turn 23. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Speaking of Luke's going to Miami this weekend. Yes, sir. What's on the agenda? Are we going to hang out with some local Florida teens and, do some recreational drugs? Uh, probably not hanging out with local Florida teens. Ah. Uh, probably going to the beach hmm. most days. We're staying on Miami Beach. Probably uh, linking up with John Favreau, getting some Cubanos out of the, cool, out of the cool. chef truck. You know, him and his like son, who's like destined to become an alcoholic. Nice. Have you seen that movie? No. No. Oh, I think I might have talked about it last time, but it's like the biggest wish fulfillment movie of all time. The Passion time. of the Christ? No, Chef. Um, oh, I've heard, that's, I've heard that's a good movie. I've it's pretty it's, good. Really good uh, John Favreau wrote it, and he wrote uh, Sofia Vergara and Scarlett Johansson as his romantic counterparts in that movie. I know. And his like buddy is John Leguizamo. And uh, he has a kid with Sofia Vergara, so I guess that qualifies him to start a food truck where he only makes Cuban sandwiches. It, and it's like it, a road Sophia trip. Sofia Vergara is very much not Cuban either. No, she's Colombian. Yeah, she's very <laughs> much Colombian. Yeah, Pan Latin American. Took some creative liberties in the casting. I do think it's kind of funny, though, talking about the word chef, the French word, is actually like that's used for boss. Yeah, but he's got chef tattooed on his knuckles too. Oh, oh! But wow. the name of the that, truck that... is El Jefe. He's got chef and Jefe t- tattooed on his knuckles. I think. El Jefe. El Jefe. My name is Jefe. Well, cool. You get you gonna play some uh, you play some shuffleboard while you're down there too. Uh, maybe play some shuffleboard. Probably just like drink tequila and fight Ron DeSantis or something? I don't know. Did you pack all <laughs> yeah. your linens? How many beach linens do you have? Ooh, I have question. I have like zero beach linens. I've actually ah. really been struggling with what I'm going to wear because dog, my my closet is not Miami ready. It's, it's like not... 700 Grateful Dead t-shirts. No, that's not that's not <laughs> that bad, but you know, I don't really know what I'm going to wear to like dinner cuz I don't have any short sleeve like collared shirts. It's oh, not really uh... my steez. You got you got to get a you got to get a Bermuda suit. All oh, linen. Yes, what I what I've been waiting to get. I I do need a new suit. Might as well get a linen one, right? Might as well That's get gonna candy, be practical. Candy striped seersucker. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. 
I can wear the Halloween costume that uh, Maddie bought for me, where I'm uh, Dick Van Dyke when they, when they go through the sidewalk in uh, Mary Poppins. Don't get that reference at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't either. Hopefully, one of our moms did. Shout out to the moms. Yeah, that's that's a reference for the moms. That one's for the moms. Uh, speaking of references, Zach, you have a title on here for a subject that I cannot wait for you to talk about, and it's not the one that says taxes. No. <laughs> Please so, don't talk about taxes. <laughs> Please is, do not. This, is, this was the pin that I was telling you about. Okay, it's been pinned. Toilet where, um, so, <clears throat> not to brag, but I got I got Vax dose number two this morning. Whoa. Congratulations. Thank you. How you Thank feeling? You How you feel? Uh, feel fine. I, I actually was surprised at katie got her second one last friday not a single she didn't have a single uh uh side effect tough wow Brad. tough yeah tough tough <laughs> just instead of chef it just says tough on my knuckles t-u-f-f tough 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 e-n-u-f e-n-u-f-f on my knuck on my knuckles tough, tough enough enough um but anyways so to treat myself i uh, to treat to yourself because you got vaccinated? Because I got vaccinated. Yeah, you need to be congratulated for that, for sure. Yeah, hey, he's one myself. out of ten people in Tennessee who's been vaccinated <laughs> so far, okay? <laughs> That's deserving was, of a little treat. It was my wife. shockingly easy to get the vaccine today versus three weeks ago. Um, so, I, I, anyways, I, I, I stopped at a Chick-fil-A and got myself a chicken biscuit with some mm-hmm. hash browns. Mm-hmm. spicy or original uh, original this one didn't have the spicy i didn't know that actually the spicy chicken biscuit is only available at certain locations only certain franchises have it that's, that's bullshit it they is, don't all participate what the they don't fuck? all participate is the biscuit spicy or just the chicken the chicken the biscuits the same hmm. i would show that chick-fil-a the second amendment and be like go back there and make it spicy <laughs> <laughs> this chick-fil-a is protected by the second amendment anyways <laughs> So uh, I went through the drive through and got my food, and then I drove to a parking spot and just kind of like scarfed it down in about two minutes. And then um, I I was driving to and I was driving out of the parking lot, and I was throwing away my trash, and then thought, oh well, today you know normally Katie's normally Katie's uh, tutoring during the day, and so I was like, oh well, you know maybe I should think if she wants you know I should ask her maybe she wants something. It was kind of like in a weird time where like. Maybe already ate, maybe didn't eat, but it was a kind of a little bit before no, lunch. Let's be but real. Like, you, you didn't think of her the first time, and then you're like, fuck, Katie's going to hate me if I don't show up without yep. Chick-fil-A. And she very was true, like, very true, Why does true. the car smell like this? You got Chick-fil-A, and you didn't even think of me? Very Not true. even like like the nuggets or anything? Not a yeah, lemonade? Exactly. So so I, call, I called her, and she said, oh, yeah, I would love something. And so I, I drove back into the drive-thru lane. <laughs> And the same person took my order, and they're like, "Oh, the first time through wasn't enough, huh?" And like, oh, yeah, definitely made me fuck feel you, dude. Definitely, definitely, my pleasure. Made me feel super fat. Like, oh yeah, I just scarfed you know a thousand calories, and I'm back for back for another. That's oh, where you the same order time, times two. That's where you pay by like taking all the change out of your cup holder and then throwing it in the window. Like, don't you judge me for getting to one an order for my wife? Isn't my that wife. their thing? Like, it's all customers always right. My pleasure, sir. Thank you. May I have another? That's their whole thing. Being ba- all polite and shit. Ba- basically, and I mean the way the line was delivered, she wasn't like trying to be rude. I think she was just like trying to make conversation. She's like, mm. "Oh, the first time, like, 
Like it was oh. five minutes. Five minutes. It was like there couldn't have been I, uh, no more. Probably more like like about ten minutes between the time and I ordered, and I came back through. So yeah, I was like, I was definitely feeling a little, little low, and I was like, no, I swear it's for someone else. And you know, of course, she does the sure, 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 it's for someone. Should have gone in through reverse or like you know, switch seats or changed your hat or something. <laughs> I only have that interaction with the cashier at my local liquor store. Oh, back again so soon. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> I read out, okay? I, I dropped the bottle on my way home. Do you have any Fernet? <laughs> Do you serve Euros here? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, toilet. That was the shame today I felt by going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru twice. I don't know if I've ever done that before. What's that? Have you ever had their ice cream? No. no. Zach? No. Oh. I'm not I'm not an ice cream guy. That's a take. I guess it's a hot take. I just don't I I I ice cream is probably like dessert four or five that I would ever go for. Uh, something that I've been doing recently is uh, doing a little halo top after That's not after ice dinner. cream. That's not I ice know. cream. What's a halo top? That's it's 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 vin- it's milk flavored ice is what it is. It's a low calorie ice cream. No, the toilet. It's not. No. It's it's ice. It's basically ice. Okay, so I do like this thing that's like half soft serve, half slushy. Have you guys ever had one of those? That sounds terrible. It sounds I, I'm gross. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. It sounds gross. It's pretty good. Give it Where a shot. It? Where do you get, get it from? The... All right. Well, you're not an ice cream guy, so fuck off. This conversation is <laughs> for me and my friend Luke, who's interested. <laughs> thank, thank you, toilet. <laughs> Um, I know it's the slushy component. I, I assume you're getting like one of those like blue raspberry slushies. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the. Oh, that okay, yeah. okay. No, now, no. now, now we're on the same page. Picture a blue. This is real Luke and toilet hours right here, Zach. Oh, <laughs> Why don't you let us have a conversation? Oh my God. Blue raspberry Turn my slush. Mic off for a little bit. You know the ratio is usually fifty fifty. You know, go crazy oh, with it God. if you want to go more seventy five twenty five in one direction or the other. You go nuts. It's just nice to have a little floater in there, a little bit of cream. Oh, God. You know, smooth it out. It doesn't get all watered down and gross like a yeah, slushy would get. It's, it's like separates. Yeah. Like separate entities in the same cup. Is it a yes. binding agent? It, it, no, it, it doesn't it's emulsify. It's like oil and water. Yeah, it's like oil and water. Okay. So you like mix it together with your straw or your spoon. So it becomes one kind of unit. Toilet. I I appreciate the blue raspberry flavor. Love blue raspberry. Think that's a yep. great call. Yep. I recently heard that there was a Mexican place serving something very similar, but it was yes. flavored like horchata, and oh. I was like, "Ooh, this sounds very interesting." Yes. All right. Well, we'll do it. We'll show and yell. We'll do, we'll do it next Report time. Back. All right. Done. Toilet. You're welcome always, and we'll go get a horchata soft serve slushy combo. <laughs> Dude, sounds rad. I cannot wait. Wait, hey, what is horchata? Isn't that um in December drinking horchata? It's like cinnamony rice milk. Rice water, yeah. Yeah, it it's like, like cinnamon milk. Yeah, cinnamon oh, milk. Is that like the rum chata? Is that rum chata? Yeah, like, exactly. Rum chata. Okay. S- similar, yeah, profile. Do you remember when rum chata had a had a had a thing? It was, was a personality it was, trait. Was super. <laughs> was the go-to shot for anyone you were out with? It yeah, was rum you, chata. It was Jägermeister first, then rum chata for me, and then it was Fireball. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. I don't know what it is because I've been to a bar in a year. Did you ever mix rum chata with uh, Fireball? Uh, yeah. 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 Cinnamon boy. toast crunch shot. Uh, bad. bad boy. 
Actually, I take that back. Last weekend, I went out with the track coaches and we got Vegas bombs. Oof. Ooh, I haven't had Oof. one of those in forever. What it was disgusting, but it was yeah. cheap. It was on. It was on special, so we got it. Wait, what is it's what? What is it again? Uh, I think like Jaeger plus Red Bull plus some kind it's of peach liquor. schnapps. Peach schnapps. Oh, okay, so that's what the peach schnapps distinguishes it from a Jaeger bomb. Uh, Jaeger bomb, I think, is Jaeger into a Dr Pepper. No, Jaeger yeah, bomb is Jaeger and Red Bull. Red Bull. A Vegas bomb is peach, usually peach schnapps into Red Bull. There's no Jaeger in it. Mm. The boys are about to go back to bars. How do we feel about that? I went back to a bar for the first time in like a year last week, and I was drinking High Life's and taking shots of Fernet, brother. Hell you know, yeah, you brother. Oh my God. <laughs> such a, a horrifying combination. Were you at the village? Yeah, Happy V. No, I was at Remedy. Uh, they have happy hours on Fridays. Half off everything. Can't what? beat it. Yeah. What? Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Is that a COVID thing or is that like a all the time? Nope, that's thing? like an always, wow. all the time. That's where we used to go like every Friday. No free ads, but that rules. Yeah, always they, free can ads. Can they sponsor for the pod? Friday or uh, Remedy, um, Estelle's, and Easy Bar. Please sponsor the pod. Please. And we will do the pod there and drink for net until we pass out. Sounds dope. Oh, this place looks awesome. Yeah. Um, can we talk about a food that sucks? Sure. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is Canadian bacon? Ham. Ham. So it's literally just ham, right? It's like a specific cut of ham, right? So the backstory is my mom loves eggs Benedict, so I made it for her for Mother's Day. And oh, that's, that's very kind of you, Toilet. Yeah, it was very thoughtful and sweet. Did you make Thank your you own for the I made my own hollandaise, double boiled, Ooh. super Ooh, wow. tasty. Did you use it, do very the blender impressive. thing? No, I just double boiled. Um, but I was like, oh, I should just get bacon because Canadian bacon just looks like ham. But I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe she just really likes Canadian. Because when I usually make it, I usually just get regular bacon because it's a lot more accessible than Canadian bacon. Oh, we should call that the toilet. Eggs Benedict, what? eggs Benedict, but with real bacon, American bacon. I love it. With yeah. Mesher yeah. bacon. Eggs, eggs toilet. Eggs toilet. <laughs> eggs toilet. Eggs toilet. Um, yeah, because oh, Canadian bacon shit, is and a, a big frog. scoop of salsa on top. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. I just, uh. You drop a salsa verde onto the hollandaise Perfect. sauce. Yum. Yum. Just like, just like it was authentically prepared. Yes. Um, yeah, Canadian bacon, I'm putting on the fraud seat. It's just ham in a circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't say I've ever been clamoring for Canadian bacon before. Yeah, Except exactly. for like an egg McMuffin. And even then. I'm a McGriddle guy. Here's here's the thing though. Like, did you get the package of like Canadian bacon that's like sold as Canadian bacon? Yes. If you go to the deli and go to the deli counter and just ask for like a medium cut ham and you fry that, it's gonna Same be thing. like crispy and yeah. like just like a little bit better than like those Canadian bacon because those are like thick boys. Really thin. Yes. The thin the one that I bought was really thin and like you're saying a thicker cut of ham probably would have tasted better. So yes. Oh Either wait, no, a thicker I'm saying ham... the exact opposite. <laughs> wait, you want like a thin piece? I want a thin piece that's going that it, when you like oh. fry it in the pan it gets like that little like crackly crust on it. Oh he he oh. just wants prosciutto. Or pancetta. Make it with pancetta. Just make it with pancetta. 
Hey, eggs of prosciutto. Yeah, we call that uh, egg soprano. Eggs soprano. <laughs> Instead of hollandaise, you just put like marinara sauce on there. Oh yeah, exactly. God. Okay. Well, I guess yeah that that solves that mystery. That Canadian bacon, like most things Canadian, are infinitely worse than the American version. So yeah, uh, better that, just to make it with. I mean, that's bacon. a Commonwealth thing too. If you go anywhere throughout like England, Australia, New Zealand and get bacon they're gonna serve you something that looks like ham and not mm. american style like cuts of pork belly that's what i'm talking about baby so in canada the term canadian bacon is not used where the product is generally simply known as back bacon while bacon alone refers to the same streaky pork belly bacon as in the united states so like they're cowards like they won't even call it they won't even like they won't even take their own form of bacon and call it by their you know call it by their own country name they won't call it us bacon yeah us <laughs> Which, wait so you what you u.s bacon or us bacon <laughs> yeah we would be u.s bacon they would be us bacon they should call that american bacon you know how like the french call uh french kissing english kissing oh really yeah. No, Ooh. they don't do that. You know how the you know how the Germans call Alsace Lorraine their own territory. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom. I love that. Hey, Luke, you got a food topic too about free milk. Yeah. Can I get go. some free milk? Okay. Mm. Is um, this in the I'm, Chicago Reader? No, this isn't in the Chicago Reader, but this is in uh, the Logan Square community page. So the last time I brought this up was on our lost episode. So I hope I don't jinx this, but um, oh, I've got to I've got to move this away from the mic. Um, but, uh, I'm a member of a Facebook group called Logan square community page, which is basically just like a Facebook group for my neighborhood where people like go in, Zach, move your mic or move your phone away from the microphone. I'm getting like the feedback. Um, but I was on the Logan square community page and someone said, anybody want a free gallon of 2% milk? (laughs) Porsche pickup near 606 in Kimball <laughs> Avenue. We didn't realize it expires on Monday the 10th. This was posted on the 8th, by the way. Uh, we didn't realize that it expires on Monday the 10th, and there is no way our little family can drink that much. Plus, we are moving. We would have buried the lead there. If no one wants it, I will put it in the love fridge, but wanted to ask here first in case anyone with kiddos or loves milk. What's the love fridge? They're uh, like fridges that are outside of like the neighborhood grocery stores and convenience stores and carnicerias and stuff where like they put food for like free food for people to take basically. Yeah. Take wow. what you need, leave what you can. Wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. Now, typically what would go in the love fridge is not the milk in your fridge that is like about to expire within the next 12 minutes. And like a gallon of it, but I mean, I suppose it's the thought that counts. I just thought that it was like, you know, like what are, what are we doing here, folks? Like, is it really necessary to create like a Facebook post saying like, hey, we have this gallon of milk we don't want. Like, I've got half a carrot that I don't need. Anybody make it a soup later? <laughs> um, the better question is, what were the comments to this? Like, did anybody claim it? Yeah, what was the engagement like? The, the engagement was virtually nil because nobody wants a gallon of milk. You should have commented that. 
Now, I didn't want to be mean, but I think they ended up like taking it. So I bet you they just ended up pouring it out, but wanted credit for like offering it up. Wanted like, well, I guess nobody wanted it. Uh, yeah, I did not. I think the bigger story here is the idea of a love fridge. Are there other like this is obviously related to food. Are there other like things like this where it's just like kind of a community coming together yes. to donate things? Yes, and... yes, yes. There's a million of them. I see them all around Franklin and all around Chicago too. People who put the book like mailboxes out in front ah, of their house. Yeah, little like, free library. Yeah, like there's a mil- like when we were in North Center, it got to the point where it was like there were so many of them that. There were a plague upon the neighborhood. <laughs> kind of like defeated the purpose of like, you know, like one or two houses on a block having it. But like when seven houses on a block have it, it's like, all right, well. Wow. I like to it's imagine. A lot of read. It's a lot of reading, okay? Like you're you're insinuating I have to do all of this reading. This episode is about Zach getting annoyed by charity. I like it. <laughs> I, like, I, I like to imagine that like on uh, the south and west sides where uh, gangs beef over territory where they can sell drugs. In North Center, the little free librarians are like fighting each other for like territory for their own little free libraries. I get to have a series of unfortunate events in my little free library. I got shooters on the block. Fuck that little free library. This is O-Block gang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our last food top gun here is from our boy Zach from an absolutely horrifying video that I had the displeasure of watching yesterday called yeah, Countertop you know, Okay, okay we, we've talked about this and we're revisiting the subject, but this is fucking ridiculous. Putting food on your countertop does not make you trendy. It does not make you a, a Wait, revolutionary. This makes you a fucking lunatic. I thought you liked the idea of countertop nachos. No, I hate the idea of countertop nachos. Uh, it's disgusting. I think we need to check the tape because I think you were on board. No, no, no. Luke, Luke, no, Luke back uh, me up on I, this. I think, I think, been, we, I think we were all out. So much. We were all I, out? We're okay. All out. Uh, like the, the, the uh, foil tray that you used toilet to make the bean dip last time we were there, that is a perfectly fine container. You're not going to spread that out on your nice counters. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Forget it. Use a dish. Even before COVID, I would not have dunked my hand into a countertop nacho. Like I get this whole idea of like it's almost this one upsman one up upsmanship on TikTok. Like who can come up who can who can take like a favorite dish and deconstruct it on their countertop to serve for like 700 people like did you see how much spaghetti was there luke like that was like enough spaghetti for like one of our cross-country pasta parties i I mean i think that like it definitely is a tiktok like one-upsmanship thing because on tiktok there's an entire genre of like doing something revolting involving buffalo wings and then (laughs) i saw one today i love the 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 slapping hands with like just a ridiculous amount of wing sauce on your hands i I saw one today of like these people (laughs) like just eating buffalo wings out of like a bathroom sink and it wasn't like a particularly sterile bathroom sink either and the drain was open too like i I think it's just like really like farming the depths of the human gut for engagement there was another one that i saw too and i think i sent this to you guys as well where there was a couple who basically cleaned out their toilet and then they yeah. cleaned out the tank in the back and like basically made one of those like you know those like punches that you used to have as a kid where it was like ice cream and oh my gosh toilet this is 
making sense now. It was basically ice cream and like Seven Up and like a couple of other you know flavors and stuff. Well, like they put ice cream into the basin of their toilet and then put like orange crush and sierra miss into the tank and like the woman actually f- had the nerve to flush the toilet and then all of a sudden the like the fruit punch mixture comes out through the toilet and it makes a and it makes a it makes a uh it makes a punch and people were drinking it out of that fucking toilet here's the thing like though she has been exposed because she previously made like a taco salad in the bowl of that toilet so i don't think it's hooked up to anything <laughs> so what i'm learning here it's is... never been used by humans before uh, i don't think eating. so i don't think it's hey. on like a flange or anything hey, i think it's just like is, there this is my shitting toilet and then this is my eating toilet and this okay? is my podcasting toilet and this is my podcasting toilet just, these are the family rules okay <laughs> shit in this toilet Eat out of this toilet. Oh, I should. Podcast with this toilet. Live, laugh, Aaron, Aaron McGainey is, like, really confused when he walks into that house. Uh, this makes me think of the, because uh, I'm not very much online. I'm not on TikTok. This makes me think of the people at all of our lunch tables, at any lunch table across North America, um, who would eat the chocolate milk container at the end of the lunch period. That was 25% chocolate milk, 10%. Wait ketchup maybe a half a sandwich was in there oh, uh, maybe some water you know you yeah, kind of take the rest yeah. of everyone's lunch and combine it into one chocolate milk container and shake it up and then you get the one really weird gross kid who eats it oh yeah. that's disgusting For, i never did that usually like a quarter or like almost no money and those guys weren't getting any clicks on TikTok. They were just doing it for the LOL. So shout out to all those. Doing, doing it for the love kids. of the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the Olympics before they sold out and allowed professional <laughs> athletes to do it. We need to bring back those kids. Definitely. Iron stomachs. Like I, I'm sure there's a genre on TikTok that we're not exploring, which is just people. I know that there's people doing that for the for the engagement, but it's just not the same, man. We need to pay student-athletes. We definitely don't need to pay people eating gross stuff. Well, what a great segue talking about student-athletes and people eating too much. I think uh, Zach has a reading for us today about our boy Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Or maybe not. Luke, do we want to do this? Yeah, I think that there's there's a lot here. Well, I didn't read the whole thing. I can just read. You want me to just read the snippet? Read the whole Uh, thing. Oh, not the whole article. What read you read what you sent us. Okay. I got to look back through the group chat for a couple of seconds. Uh, insert jazz music. Or do you want to take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk yeah. about Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, let's all take yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Be right back. Special guest, special guest, specialist little guest. Hi, Cliff Huxtable. Oh, man. Oh, man. Talk it to the mic, Huck. Oh, my God. He's so tiny. Uh, He's just looking at 
Because it smells like coffee. Yes, it does. The God. pop filter smells like coffee. <laughs> Look at those ears. His, his ears. his ears are massive compared to Hattie's. Oh. Like he's he's gonna be thick. He's chunk boy. He he went up uh, in a month. He went up four pounds. Both season baby. They aren't sibling siblings, are they? They're just from the same breeder. Yeah, there's they're uh, same breeder. That's actually a good question. I don't think they're sibling siblings. It doesn't look like they are. No. Uh, can you breed Huck and Hattie? No, Hattie's fixed. Huck's gonna get fixed too. <gasps> oh, sorry, Huck. You don't need to know that. No, Say goodbye to your penis. I saw that you edited out the dog penis out of your Instagram story yeah, today. I did. What? Decency. Decency. What? Why? Decency. Censorship. Decency. Let Huck have a dick. Let yeah. Huck have a penis. He has a, he has a peen. It just doesn't need to be broadcast to the world. Plus, he's underage. Modest is the hottest. <laughs> He doesn't like, let's see this, so he doesn't like to get put on his back yet. Yep, see, there we go. There. No. Okay, He's a squirmy I'm boy. I'll be back in 20 seconds, I'm going to go take him back. Hank, get in here and do something cute. Hank, you have to compete with this dog. Do something fucking cute. <laughs> do something uh, interesting, Hank. <laughs> um, I can talk about why 30s suck really quick. Um. Yeah, lead me into uh, my birthday. Yeah, man. So I'm excited for you to turn 30. Uh, I had like half of an appetizer the other day at the bar, as mentioned before. Uh, it was fried pickles, and mm. uh, I had heartburn afterwards. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, that that's pretty tough. Um, I don't get heartburn yet. Well, sometimes I do. If I have like Kahlua for some reason or the orange high C at McDonald's, those are the two things that trigger my heartburn the most. How often are you drinking either of those things? Uh, the orange I see at McDonald's, not for several years. Okay. Kahlua, you know, every once in a while, make an espresso <laughs> martini. All right, all right. Like It's like if I make a black Russian, for whatever reason, that'll like cause me to get acid reflux. But if I uh, go with a white Russian, mix a little half and half, or you know, if I'm feeling saucy, a little heavy cream in there, Ooh, it's okay. Yes. Um, you've kind of got the opposite problem on here as a topic. You So you mutilated yourself while trying to shave your face. Why don't you just grow a beard? Uh, well, fuck you. First of all, you know that I can't grow a beard. <laughs> That's why I was in the situation where I was. Um, so there I was doing, going through my normal nightly routine. Um, I had just gotten home from a run and uh, had eaten dinner, and I was taking a shower Um and as part of my shower, uh, I, I just shave my face in the shower, and I don't use a mirror. Um, I've been doing this wild for, man. I've been doing this what? for a little while because I use a like five blade safety razor, and like I'm not like trying to, you know, trim a style or anything. I, I don't have like a facial hairstyle like you guys to work around. So I can just go around and shave my face, and like I can double check by feeling it to make sure I didn't miss a spot, but. In general, that just works for me, just like shaving in the shower. I, Luke, if you may, if you may have forgotten, I used to shave in the shower too, but I had a mirror. Yeah, I exactly. I left it for I left it for Reagan in the basement, in the basement yeah. bathroom. I have uh, foregone the mirror because I haven't found one that works particularly okay. well. Okay, no, 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 that's that's funny that you mentioned that because that was the one I found that worked. 
and then I couldn't find it in Amazon. And so like, I couldn't get the, like the adhesive off the back. So like, I never brought it to the upstairs, but like, I used to have one in our, in our upstairs bathroom, but like, it was shitty. Remember how like, it was really Yeah. Crappy? Yeah. It was really yeah. shitty. I think like in order to get one that works, you need to like go to Home Depot and buy one and then like caulk it to the side of your shower. And any one that says anti-fog in the advertisement is it's fraud. Yeah, every every mirror fogs. Then you gotta mount another one near the bottom so you can shave your taint and balls. Taint shave, exactly. Um, you know, one that's on like an like an articulating arm so that you can bring it up to your face and then you know you can swing it around like look yep. under it like you know you're checking a car for IEDs or something. Yep, swing it from twelve to six. Yeah, precisely. Uh, <laughs> you like that one, Zach? <laughs> checking for ieds okay yeah. speaking of let's talk about wait Jim hold Harbaugh. on wait no i have to now finish this story because toilet brought it up so i was shaving my face in the shower and i was like getting right to the end of it too and i always do my mustache last because mm. like i have to you know just get it and typically it's pretty quick you know i don't grow too much hair so doop 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 got it all squared away and then i wasn't paying attention holding the razor near my face and i turned my face oh. and just like sideways right across my lip Ooh. and i was like oh. yep and i was like I- i've like cut myself shaving before but this time i was like oh i really fucked up this time didn't i mm. and i and i looked down and it's just like red blood like red Ugh. blood streaming down my face because i cut my lip badly and it's been a minute since I've had a split lip or anything, but those suckers bleed like crazy. It's so hard to get to stop too. Yeah, exactly. So for like the next 45 minutes, I was like standing there with a paper towel, like trying to simultaneously get dressed while like hold, keeping pressure on my lip. Um, this, first of all, exposed a pot, plot hole in the movie Gone Girl to me. Um, mm. Rosamund Pike like IVs herself to produce... Uh, enough blood to make it look suspicious that she was kidnapped dummy just cut your lip open because <laughs> like I-, I left the bathroom and there was blood just like all over the place places where i didn't even think i had gone in the bathroom there was blood just hanging out there i was what like was Matt, you better reaction. hope you better hope i come home for my run tomorrow otherwise the cops are going to be awfully suspicious of you <laughs> <laughs> um that's funny you had not funny that but it's unfortunate and i mean it is a, kind of funny it is a little funny you had a mouth injury right after i healed from mine it took about two full weeks to heal from my if you remember i was brushing my teeth and yeah. then in the switch over i stabbed myself right under the nose that took a, almost two full weeks to heal which was not a very fun two-week period so uh i feel bad for you because it's going to be probably quite some time until you're fully healed too no, actually, it's healing up pretty okay. Like, okay, good. You can probably tell a little bit if you look at me on camera. Probably oh, looks I, like I'm, I'm healing from a cold sore or something. That's the annoying part is that it looks yeah. like a cold sore. Yeah, this, totally is, this is an elaborate story to cover up your herpes. No, yeah, but you I, have a mask on all the time, so no one can tell. No, yeah, I do exactly. get I do get cold sores. It's on the other side, though. Like, I'm not afraid to admit I get cold sores. It's just like annoying wow. when you fuck yourself up on the other side where you don't even get them. Not even your fault this time. Getting fucked up on cold sores. So fucked up. So very That's right. fucked Sorry. up. Sorry. Now we can talk about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, please do. Okay. So this is a snippet from a recruiting story. I believe the um, 
I, I believe Harbaugh was recruiting Najee Harris in this story. It sounds like he was. That's who I, think, I, I assume think it was, he yeah, was, it was recruiting. Na, it was Najee Harris. I think, yeah, this is like a post. We're being super millennials because we're like, I didn't bother to read the whole the whole article. So read the, read the snippet, snippet I found on Twitter. The snippet's great. The snippet's unbelievable. So, yes, <laughs> the, scene is, the scene is Jim Harbaugh sitting in the um, – uh, the sitting in the house of uh, Najee Harris, you know, trying to recruit him to go play at Michigan. People forget Najee Harris went to Alabama, storied career, S- two, three time, two time national champion. Uh, two time, two time yeah, national two time. champ. Okay, so here it goes. Here it starts. All of a sudden, Jim Harbaugh picks up the lid and asks, "Is it all right if I have some licorice?" Rosha recalled. I said, yeah, that's what they're there for, coach. So Jim grabs three or four of them and starts chomping on them. Then he slides the container over to Najee and says, <laughs> you like red ropes? Harris took one, and the conversation carried on. Harbaugh asked about Harris's family, his future, and how his classes were going. Harbaugh grabbed a few more pieces of licorice. You like movies? Harbaugh asked. He suggested Harris could come to Michigan and be a cinema major. He reached for the licorice again. He tucked a bit. He talked a bit more about Michigan, the academics, the opportunity, the running backs that had come through the program, and how the offense differed from Alabama's. But there was an issue. They were running low on licorice. (laughs) Holy shit. He damn near polished off the giant Costco-sized tin of red vines in about four Diet Cokes in like 30 minutes, Dudley said laughing. It was like watching someone sharpen pencils. He was mowing through red vines. It was great. Mind you, okay, so that whole thing is about red vines. Four Diet Cokes as a man in his 40s, 50s, probably. He's got to be out of his fucking mind. I feel out like of his th- mind. I feel like this is a football coach thing because if you're going to be a coach at that level, you, you can't be like a drinker. Like when you're on like recruiting trips and stuff or that's, like yeah, during the season, like yeah. you, you can't like – you get fired if you drink heavily. Yeah. Shout out Steve Sharkey. I'm about to say that. <laughs> Shout out Long Longhorns head coach, right? Yep. Yeah, Longhorns head coach. So, like, I understand why so many football coaches, like, as their vice, like, dip and then like eat a bunch of sugar. Yeah, they drink like seventeen diet cokes or something like that. Like, I'm sure like Bill Parcells had some like weird. He needed to eat, like, a ham sandwich every single day. Well, there was that story about Ed Orgeron where he lost, like, 25 pounds because he switched from regular to sugar-free Red Bull or, like, or something like that because he drinks no. eight of them per day. And and he stopped um, – oh, gosh, he, he, he was eating so much gumbo at all these recruiting visits in Louisiana that he just started asking for it without rice. That's how he lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, this doesn't surprise me either. I mean, football coaches are known for having like some of the worst diets because even as like a, you know, a high school coach, like the hours are long and, you know, oftentimes you're eating on the run or you don't have a lot of time to prepare meals and things like that. So it doesn't surprise me at all that a lot of these guys have horrible diets. Um, And I feel like this is kind of a common thread. It's kind of a football guy thing to like have like a sweet tooth or have like, you know, some kind of vice that they, you know, as like a comfort food, especially when they're grinding tape, grinding film, hitting the recruiting path, traveling a lot, that kind of stuff totally checks out. So, um, shout out. <laughs> yeah. I like I to mean, imagine that they just got back from Costco, like as like this, like recruiting visit was happening 
and like there's a rotisserie chicken sitting out on the out on the counter and he's like oh mind if i have some of this rotisserie chicken like go ahead coach that's what it's there for jim harbaugh just like grabs a handful of the rotisserie chicken and starts shoveling it in its mouth I wonder if part of that too is like, oh, I'm going to feel super comfortable and at home here by like doing something like that, like eating with the family or like, you know, not doing like the stock, like, oh, like, well, I'm a guest in your home. I'm going to like take my shoes off and be like super polite. Like I'm going to like come in and be super comfortable with you because I want you to be comfortable with me kind of thing. Yeah. Can I raid the snack pantry? You know, (laughs) it's like, it's like the, it's like the Luke has been on a Seinfeld kick for the, for the viewers at home. Uh, but there's an episode where George eats an apple on the phone so he could sound more casual <laughs> on his phone calls. Yeah. And so, no, toilet, you're onto something. I think like, you know, if there's if there's there's candy dish candy dishes out, like, or if there's red vines out or something like that, like, fucking eat a few. Like, yeah. While you're talking at someone's home, like it's like the least you could do as a guest because they went to lengths to put that out there. It's like, it's like going to, you know, it's like going to a party and like someone puts together a nice like charcuterie dish and you don't touch it. Like eat, eat a piece of Colby Jack cheese, you know, like just do something. Yeah. Is there a Mr. Harris around, you know, (laughs) maybe show the mom a good time. Oh, is anybody going to eat this delicious blue Buffalo dog food? (laughs) (laughs) This is really good protein in here. I saw that they have carrots in it in the in the commercial. There's no rice or edible byproducts. Great. Yeah, show the recruits you're you're serious about competition. Hey, I saw you had a basketball hoop up front. What say you, me, your mom, and a couple of your brothers go two on two out there? Wait, that definitely sounds like a Harbaugh story. Yeah, I feel like that he definitely has done that before. I don't know. He's like such an intense person. That I, that first of all, that's like the like one type of person that I don't get along with too particularly well, or people who are just like that serious and like turned on all the time. But he's definitely one of those people who just like start doing something and like nobody questions it because they're just like so intense about doing it. Yeah, his reputation <laughs> precedes him, right? It's like I think what's hysterical is like that story where he. The, the 49ers, you know, years ago, like they were in on the Peyton Manning um, recruiting tour and the, him and Peyton were playing catch and like he made fun of Peyton for how much harder he could throw the ball than Peyton. Oh, wow. And so that was it. <laughs> that was like the end of his, that was the end of his trip to the uh, 49ers. End of visit. Yeah. Yeah, and and people won't question, especially a college recruit. The head coach of Michigan comes into your house and polishes off 8,000 calories worth of Twizzlers in front of you. What are you going to say? Coach, would you mind, like, saving some for the rest of us? No. Hell no. You'll rescind your offer if you say something like that, probably. Yeah, respect your coach. Michigan is a culture of respect. Respect your coach when he eats all of the peanut M&Ms in your house. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to show dominance. Like at, at track practice, at the end of the practice, I just got to throw farther than all the other kids and make sure they know that I'm the alpha. Just, <laughs> you know, Harbaugh can't go out there, put on some pads and, you know, run fullback dive and, you know, meet the fullback in the hole and square him up. Like he's got to, hey, I can't do those things, but I can damn sure well eat more calories than any of you motherfuckers out here. This is ridiculous. Like, do you guys know, he's been the, he- he's been the football coach at Michigan now 
since 2015. Yes. That's insane. Right. That's insane. Like, Why? it's still... It's five fucking years. Yeah, and I know they still didn't beat Ohio State. And they State. still suck. Like, he's been there for five years. Had a full recruiting class come through. It's... Well, he didn't get Najee Harris, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I guess so. But that just seems like a long time for him to be there. I mean, like, isn't this the year? I, mean, I didn't think they gave him a big contract extension, I think. Hmm. Can I bring um, up my... I, I feel oh. like he is on the hot seat. Uh, they, to... Yeah, they signed him through 2025 this past year. Whatever. Okay, so one of those... Couldn't beat... Couldn't beat... Uh, future fu- couldn't beat uh, current Chicago Bear and future Hall of Famer Justin Fields. Nice. Okay, so one of those uh, tubs of red vines, at least the one that I'm seeing on Amazon, um, is three and a half pounds. Mm. So that's a pretty substantial amount. Um, it only has one, two, three, four, five ingredients, though. Okay. Uh, corn syrup, wheat flour, citric acid, artificial flavor, and red 40. Um, mm. And each jar holds about 159 twists. It's my favorite flavor of red. 40. It's halal and kosher certified. So, hey, you know, you maybe go. he was just showing that he's respectful to both, uh, to all Semitic cultures. Is this a pro red vine over Twizzler podcast? I'm more of a Twizzlers guy. I'm a Twizzler guy. Oh, God. Never mind. Never mind. Not in like-minded company here. The only time Um, I've had red vines was after Lazy Sunday came out, and they were like, Mr. Pib and red vines equals crazy delicious. And I was like, man, that does sound delicious. And I was like, where the fuck am I going to buy red vines from? Target? Yeah, they're kind of hard to get a hold of in the Midwest, I feel like. That's just some Midwest bias right there. Um, speaking of Midwest bias this is an excellent segue. Um, we were just on the subject of football as well. And uh, we're probably a week behind here on the uh, Aaron Rodgers story, non-story. It sounds like maybe conveniently dropped the details from Adam Schefter. But uh, regardless, the conversation got up between Toilette and myself. Toilette, very smart individual, loves the show Jeopardy. Um, and seems to be more protective of the show Jeopardy than she is of the Chicago Bears. I said, well, wouldn't it be great if Aaron Rodgers quit playing football and just became the full-time Jeopardy host? And she said no. She loved Jeopardy too much and didn't want Aaron Rodgers to ruin it. So yes. um, is she yes. a uh, more of a Jeopardy stan than a Bears stan? Because honestly, I'd rather see him host Jeopardy and not have to play Chicago Bears twice a year. That implies that those two things are mutually exclusive. Right? That's basically Aaron, what I said. Aaron Rodgers isn't the long-term solution to being the host of Jeopardy, and everybody knows it. This is like a novelty thing. But he, he would be bad for that, too. My question was, would you rather see him be the permanent Jeopardy host or the permanent Packers quarterback? And she said Packers quarterback. Um... Yeah, well, you know, Luke, Luke, you're right. He would be the long-term option, but at least if he could cover, you know, years 38 through 41 being the Jeopardy host, then that's fine by me. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. He's in he's in pretty good health. That's another 35 years of Aaron Rodgers hosting Jeopardy. 
and me having to see Aaron Rodgers every day and being reminded of Aaron Rodgers well into my own 60s. Like, (laughs) and like having to be reminded of the pain of my uh, uh, late teens and early 20s every time I watch Jeopardy. So, yeah, maybe that would kind of suck. Or we can like live through the next three years of disgruntled Aaron Rodgers. So, you think three more years of him on the Packers? You don't think he's getting moved? I'm saying, like, what are we looking at, Max? Aaron Rodgers on the Packers. Five years. He's 38. And he was Five years and put him at like Brady age. Five years and put him at the Brady age. Which is crazy that he was only five years younger. Yeah. I mean Brady's like, gonna be forty four. I think in August. So I think I mean all years, first so. of all, all those guys are a bad tackle away for, for just being noodle arm Peyton Peyton Manning for the rest of their career, right? Like yeah. a couple Aaron Rodgers has gotten a couple bad shoulder injuries too. So Ooh, Corey Wooten. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Corey Wooten. And hurt Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. It's a real bear for life. Yeah, that's right. Uh-oh. Low T Zach is here. We're yawning while talking about bearing down. Who does Toilette want to no, be the long term? I'm just like tired. I'm just tired of the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I just want him to either like fuck off or like play. <laughs> well, like, first honestly, of all, we need like, to send a plane to his compound in Mississippi to talk to him about it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> fuck Bus Cook. Uh Bus Cook is but speaking of uh Brett's in some serious trouble because he took like a bunch of money from like some Mississippi welfare fund. No, yeah, you can't not Brett like, Favre. Not yeah, Brett. Like now, now Bus Cook is distancing himself from from Brett. We should not all the be party of personal ourselves. responsibility proponent Brett Favre. Oh fuck him! Everyone should distance themselves from Brett Favre. Fucking. Not the man who sent a picture of his very yellow penis to a journalist <laughs> apropos of nothing. You saw the picture of his dick? Yeah, I saw the picture of his yeah, dick. Yeah, I've seen the picture of his penis. You, have, you didn't see I the have, picture no, of his penis? No, no well, way. I guess I'm just going to have to share my screen right now. Nope, nope. <laughs> not interested. Don't make it happen. I'm on my work computer. Let's do some conjuring spells and seeing red and get away no, from Aaron I just want I just want I just want I I you guys I just I just googled Justin Fields just because I like to see what pops up for headlines. Just cuz I'm got? excited. I'm excited. I'm fucking excited. You're allowed to be. I'm allowed to be. Matt Nagy went on uh, the Rich Eisen show today and I saw the clip and he basically kind of like backpedaled away from the Andy Dalton QB1 stuff saying like oh, if Justin gives us cool. the best chance to win, then we're going to we're going to play Justin. Just he's gonna beat the, he's gonna beat the shit. He's I mean, that's the, not. He's gonna beat the shit out of Andy Dalton in camp. Like, it's yeah, not that's gonna be not Matt Nagy's close. fault. Matt Nagy didn't hand out those fucking contracts. No, it's not right. even. Well, no, it's yeah. You're right. It's not. But there's a lot of collaboration in the building, according to Ryan Pace. No, shut so. up! I hate that word. Um. Wait. To- uh. To- toilet. Uh. Who does Twilight want to be? <laughs> To, oh, oh. To, want to be the long-term replacement for Trebek on Jeopardy. She, she didn't give a true answer. I was like, oh, who do you like? Ken, Jennings, Ken Jennings? Do you like a dark horse? Like, what do you... LeVar yeah, Burton. She, she's very protective over Jeopardy. So I think no matter who it is, she's going to not like them at first because she was a big Trebek fan. Um, of course. It's going to take some time a to Canadian let the new angel. person... 
Canadian Angel. That's the only Canadian thing worth salvaging. Look, when you said LeVar Burton, I thought you were going to say LeVar Ball. <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> that would be sweet. Uh, who do you like, Luke? Um, Aaron Rodgers. I think LeVar Burton would be probably like the best long-term replacement. Like I do like the guest host thing that they've been doing. I think it's like kind of interesting. I think that part of it is just like the novelty factor and the ability to do it. Like Anderson Cooper is not going to be the long-term host of Jeopardy. No, he should not. He should not. Can we get somebody new? Like, can we stop giving everything to Anderson Cooper? And, well, that's like, why it should be. That's why it should be LeVar Burton. I agree. Give it or, to somebody new. Or Chris Harrison's in kind of hot water with Bachelor Nation. Maybe oh, we move no, him over I to don't... Jeopardy Nation. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Same Chris network, Harry, right? Chris Harrison's golden parachute. Damn. You know um, who needs to run back? Matt Lauer. We haven't heard from oh Matt Lauer. God. Oh, God. <laughs> Luke is on his eighth Corona. What I'm on my first Corona. Know. But I'm incredibly dehydrated right now, so it's like I'm drinking eight at a time. It's like I'm on a plane. You know, you know who needs to come back on Jeopardy? Louis C.K. What's the oh worst god. that could possibly happen? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. You know, it would actually be funny, like serious, like not just saying the name of people who have been canceled. Dave Chappelle. That would be funny. Ooh. <laughs> that would be that would be funny. Or Eric Andre, since they're not doing another season of the oh Eric Andre god. show. Wait, really? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh man, I would love that. I love Eric Andre. Shout out. But they do he the thing where he destroys the set. Yeah, <laughs> set <after Evan>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's now my official have, pick. Have Hannibal Burris on there too, just to <laughs> fill in. Um. Jillian Barbary. Jillian Barbary. Jillian Barbary. Can we talk a little NBA? Sure. All right. There are four or five days left in the regular season. Yeah, yes, there are. Four games or something like that. Zach's Washington Wizards are currently comfortably sitting at the 10 seed. Yeah. They are at 32 and 37. Our sweet, sweet Chicago Bulls, most likely on the outside looking in of the play in tournament by being three games behind that. They need a Hail Mary and a lot of bad things to happen to the Indiana Pacers over the next week and a half or so. They really, really do. Pacers need to lose out. And the Bulls need to win out again. They're playing the Nets right now, so we can see how uh, that whole situation is going. Uh, But yeah, the chances for the Bulls are looking really slim at this point. They really are. And the chances for the Wizards are... Uh, the Bulls, Bulls are going to lose. It's they, the five, Bulls have lost. The Bulls have lost. And so that Bulls segment lost. was fun. And yeah. and the Bulls are out of the playoffs. Breaking news live on the podcast: the Bulls are now eliminated from playoff contention. I think. Maybe some of you guys knew that before we got to this episode. Some of us may have known that the Bulls have been out of contention for a while now. But the bet still stands, which is what really matters here. Which is. Will the Washington Wizards be one of the eight playoff teams to compete in the Eastern Conference this year? And boys, I'm kind of mad about this bet because it was what? sort of it was framed against the Bulls and it was framed against the ridiculousness that I would have picked the Wizards over the Bulls. And now the Bulls are going to be knocked out, but I still probably going to lose this bet because the Wizards are going to have to play the Celtics. The Celtics um, so, are bad. 
Uh, uh, Jalen Brown is out for the rest of the season. So I think what happens is the Celtics, the seven seed, play the Hornets, the eight seed. The winner is automatically in. The loser plays the winner of the Pacers and Wizards, I think, one game, winner take all. Then let's say the Wizards do win. I think that's how it goes. And the Wizards would play the loser of the Celtics Hornets game, and they have to beat them twice in a row. I hate so, that. yeah, not great odds, but doable, and would be a great story for the first year of the play-in tournament. And great news for the pod. Look at all that publicity. You guys can put me on your TikTok. You can watch me dunking all this podcast into soy sauce and putting it into <laughs> a smoothie and mixing it with Soylent Greens. It's gonna be awesome. I, I will say though, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to jinx it. But I only need one more win for the Wizards to clinch the 0.455% win rate or better. Ooh, one more win? Yeah, they almost got it last night. Yeah, they were uh, really close. Ru- Russ- Russell Wilson had or Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Russell Westbrook had uh, like seconds left and could have driven. To Russell, move. hustle, bustle, man muscle Westbrook. Dude, by the way, I haven't been able to listen to a single Bill Simmons pod. Like, I just don't care about the NBA right now. I mean, why does anybody care? Like, we're talking about the NBA, but it's in the context of a season-long bet. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't even touch it. I've got a little NBA talk that's, <sighs> yeah. that's rele- relevant to seeing All right. red. All right. Yeah, baby. Ugh. You're getting seared? Your steak uh, is getting seared? See uh, red? Seared? No, oh, um, no, but I, I just wanted to uh, congratulate the New York basketball Knicks on a very successful season. And I want to give a special shout out to the absolute madman, Tom Thibodeau, who when the uh, Knicks were hovering around 500, like sort of midway into the season, he was like, we need to make a move at the trade deadline. You know what this team really needs Derek Rose and everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Tom Thibodeau. And now the Knicks have been 22 and 10 with Derek Rose playing games. And they are the four seed in the East uh, looking locked to take on either like a very diminished uh, Celtics, or I guess they would be playing the Hawks. But looking to take on like a Hawks team that isn't really that great, um, with Julius Randle playing out of his mind. So I just wanted to salute Tibbs for running it back and bringing the bench mob and the 2010 Unforgettables uh, to New York for one last run at the title. It's really wild. You got Derrick Rose. You got Taj Gibson. You got is that it? Only two carries. Joe Kim Noah's on the staff. Okay. I was gonna say I was wondering if Joe Kim Noah's contract is still on the books. Still <laughs> the, on probably the books. that too. Wow. Yeah, shout out to them. I mean, we all I think are on the same page here where we just kind of feel bad for Derrick Rose. We think he kind of got the shaft and was blamed for a lot of the shortcomings of those very hopeful teams. Um that we had in the early 2010s and I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for all of them. I think that um, it'll be a fun, obviously New York has been so bad at basketball, pretty much our entire adult lives. I cannot think of another time when the Knicks were good. Even that team, I think it was a three seed with Carmelo Anthony in 2013. Mm -hmm, They were 
kind of fraudulent. I think they even lost in the second round. Yes, sir. Um, so that yes, wasn't sir. super great, but this is a team that, you know, who knows what can happen this year. Yeah, Derrick Rose has also been, like, in particular, shooting the ball very, very well recently. Like, insanely well, even from three. He's been, like, on, like, 40, 50, 90 pace or something like that. Like, wow. Right, is that it? I, I forget how that slash metric works, but he's been doing pretty well. Taking it out on the league. He got that tattoo, and it opened up his third eye. Which tattoo? Oh, the one is, is like Adam's apple? Yeah, exactly. I don't like that he's number four now. He used to be number 25 on the next, and now he's number four on the next. It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. I don't like that. Did he fall out with Benji or something? What's going on? That's no. that why he wore... Oh, wait, Reggie Bullock wears 25? Maybe someone else... And he didn't want to take it away? Yeah, must be. Well, I guess shout out to the next. We have someone to root for after the stupid wizards have to root against them for the next week or a half, I guess. <laughs> I got someone to root for. Uh, All right, boys, uh, anything else? I feel like we've got like an hour plus of content here. I was just so thinking. File your taxes. I, oh, okay. I already, you I already haven't did. already. Um, I was just thinking because I grabbed the last beer out of the fridge. Like, Typically, when we end this pod and I'm editing, uh, Maddie is asleep. Do you think it's okay for me to just like leave the house and walk to Walgreens without telling anybody? Because I feel like that's something that like the Simpsons made fun of Homer Simpson doing. Like, dear Marge, went to grab beer. Love Homer, and he like doesn't come back. (laughs) (laughs) So, typically, if she was asleep, wait, you're so she's awake or she's asleep? She's probably asleep. So you're saying you don't think you have to leave a note, but you feel like you should leave a note? I just send her a text message. <laughs> send her a text. Like, wake her up. Like, <laughs> ding her just as she's falling asleep. Going to get more brewskis. You have gonna, to say it on a Tuesday. <laughs> Going to Walmart, Walgreens for beer. Love, Homer. Uh, yeah, I would leave it love, Homer, and I would leave it on your whiteboard so you can see it tomorrow. And she can laugh to herself and think, oh, I wonder when Luke wrote that. Hey, uh, Homa, if you're not going to take care of Mitch, I'll do it. <laughs> wow. How did that sound? Did that sound like Mo at that was, all? That was good. That was good. Mo's yeah, it was like 60% there. Okay, I'll take that. All right. Well. From your favorite 60% Moses Life podcast. <laughs> Love your mothers. Do your taxes. Sometimes I try to do things and it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. They're like, I try hard to do it and I like take my time, but it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's like I concentrate on real hard, but it just doesn't work out. And everything I do and everything I try, it never turns out. It's like, I need time to figure these things out. There's always someone there going, hey Mike, you know, we've been noticing you've been having a lot of problems lately, you know? get away and like maybe you should talk about it you feel a lot better i go no it's okay you know i'll figure it out just leave me alone i'll figure it out you know i'm just working on myself they go well you know if you want to talk about it i'll be here you know and you'll probably feel a lot better if you talk about it so why don't you talk about it i go no i don't want to i'm okay i'll figure it out myself but they just keep bugging me they just keep bugging me there's bills on the side it's got to be I'm not drinking!
Let's go. 